Hello, everybody. This is So You're Gonna Die, episode 16. Um, it is July 1st in the morning of 2023. This should have been recorded last night for June 30th, uh, Friday night of 2023, but I fell asleep. It's not that I... Uh, didn't only went two days without with making this daily podcast and then didn't do it on purpose. I did it because I was exhausted and I just fell asleep and that's just the way it is. So I'm gonna uh, make up for it by doing it in this in the morning here without any coffee, which is probably a terrible idea, an absolutely terrible idea. <clears throat> um, I start off with a big long um. Let's see, I really don't quite remember everything that happened yesterday, because yesterday's over, and now I've got a whole new day ahead of me. Um, but I do remember one of the themes of uh, yesterday that life brought to me, uh, which is just a, you know the basic theme of uh, what I like to call don't punk out. And when life can get so hard, uh, and it seems like it all comes crashing down, um, which is not going to be a re rendition of uh, Bridge Over Troubled Waters. Um, although that's a good song. Uh, it, it just seems like when that was for me in my life, I would, where I would have to really dig deep emotionally. And I wasn't well equipped to do that uh, by myself. Uh, it was... It's been a uh, muscle that I've had to build up throughout the years. And me personally, it wasn't a muscle that I naturally uh, brought into this world. Although, I don't think I'm that far uh, alone on that. I think a lot of people have that uh, deal where we have to be kind of taught uh, how to handle emotions as we're growing up. And I think if we were raised in environments where that was not fostered, um, then it becomes a pretty self-centered kind of event where you start building up instead of in, instead of having these emotions come out uh, for their intended purposes the way that they're supposed to naturally. And when I say emotions, I'm saying any situation in life that's happening that's going to cause us to feel, which is called, I don't know, life. And some of those that happen we're just not well-equipped with, especially when you're young and maybe... The situation is quite adult-ish, and, um, and even the adults maybe in the room aren't actually doing a very good job with it. And so I do know some people that have been raised in quite nurturing environments, and, and they were taught how to handle their emotions at a, quite, at, a, at a young age as opposed to let their emotions handle them. And I was taught the exact opposite, unfortunately, with that. And, and it doesn't really matter to the degree that people are taught that uh, I've known people that were taught that with a far less violent uh, upbringing than I had, and but they still developed the same crippling uh, defense, um, which is just retreat, you know. And so we build up these walls around us, and um, and we think that, you know, as soon as I get hurt in any way, shape, or form, then uh, that's it. Back, you know, build another wall, you know, retreat back, and. Um, and it, was, it wasn't uh, until 
I was in my mid-20s that I started to really tear those walls down in, um, in that effect. But I had learned uh, throughout it all, with unfortunately, with uh, a pediatric terminal illness, uh, being put in the hospital for long periods of time in my life with other children who were also suffering from pediatric terminal illness. Uh, physically, I learned not to punk out. Uh, through those events because um, every single day is a fight for life and, uh, and it's in a painful uh, existence and, um, and you're, you know, you're super young, you're a child. I started uh, having to have that experience when I was five and I would have it pretty much every single year until probably I was about 15 or 16 years old um, and um, and for different lengths of time, sometimes uh, I wouldn't be back home for uh, for just a few weeks, and then have to be right back into uh, in, into Minnesota, where Mayo Clinic was, where I, I had to have my treatment done all the time, and um, either uh, having another surgery or recovering from a surgery, and and uh, and other treatments that started happening too. Um, and watching uh, children who were suffering from other illnesses that were just as um, painful, uh, debilitating. Um, you know, anyone that's had a child, I, I have not had a child, uh, you know, but anyone I believe who's had a child that's just watches a child just run around in their natural uh, zest for life. Um, well, that still happens for the children that are suffering these illnesses. That doesn't that spirit, I think, is in all of us. And you kind of start learning um, not to punk out. You know that this thing is trying to kill you, and you're going to use all of your effort and might to stay alive. And I have seen um, adults who. Uh, start down the process of a very long terminal illness road uh, you know get in, you know they get that fight in them in the very beginning nowadays on social media and everything people get a bad um, result of a test and then they you know show how they're gonna fight it and they show every single day which I'm not against by the way um, but they show every single day like you know I'm going to go into remission. And, and a lot of them uh, that I see, like, they do go in remission, but unfortunately I know it's ahead after that because once, you know, because just because you go in remission, it's not over. And, um, and then it comes back. And the fight is really hard. Uh, I know that from personal experience. Now, again, I've said this before in other podcasts, I was born with my illness, so this is all I've ever known. I think it's much harder for someone who has been healthy, relatively healthy in their lives or completely healthy in their lives and then have something like this happen to them um, where they have to face their mortality. And it's brutal facing your mortality. Um, it's brutal when facing your mortality every single day like like someone like me who was born with an illness that forced them to look at that aspect of, their, of, of life um, and death. Uh, 
And then when adults do it, I seen uh, those same people, you know, when uh, they go out of remission, uh, they come back and um, and, and, and now I know it seems going to seem harsh, but they punk out because and I'm not uh, when I say that I'm not like going, oh, you know, you can't punk out. It's like it's because they didn't have that muscle at that particular time because it's hard in the the. Um, the whole journey again to try to, to tackle it. Now, not everyone. I've seen other people just, again, go, okay, we're going to go and attack this illness again and again and whatever we have to do. Like, I know people that won't punk out all the way to the to the bitter end. Um, but children with terminal illnesses, uh, from my experience that I've seen uh, firsthand and have lived firsthand, naturally won't punk out like it, it it's like the fight to live is uh you know that instinct that we all have and um having to have it honed at such an early age um yeah it definitely caused me damage um in my own life i, I didn't have a parent there to help me um understand what was going on or uh, or just a you know, know what was going on was okay, um, in that kind of deal. And I saw other kids, matter of fact, every kid I've ever had to share a hospital room with, um, and any kid I've ever had to share a hospital room with, um, also was suffering from some terminal illness, um, would always have not just their, their parent there, but like, like, you know, whole families would show up. I remember, in male clinic one year, uh, an Amish boy came who unfortunately had uh, a rare form of bone cancer too, and uh, and there was an Amish community uh, in Minnesota that I don't know it wasn't it wasn't super close to Rochester, Minnesota, where male clinics at, but on the weekends the entire community would show up to come. Uh, with this boy um and it was like you know yeah to see uh as a young child to see a bunch of Amish definitely is gonna leave a mark on you um and I we we would do wheelchair races in these really really old wooden wheelchairs that uh were at this incredibly old hospital in um at Mayo Clinic and uh and I remember plowing into a bunch of Amish once in a wheelchair race because we didn't know that there's suddenly a place was filled with Amish. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, we're taught that uh, not to punk out became a very natural kind of like a uh, like you're initiated into a club as little kids, and we would all uh, we all had that going on for us, and it was uh, you know it was. It, all the time it was kind of an unspoken thing but um uh so that we were always going to have that but sometimes kids would you know uh be in the playroom if you could be down at the playroom and they would be having a really tough time of things and we would be you know they would try to do a kid things for us you know make crafts and crap like that and um and we were able to uh give encouragement as ch as children can do so I learned physically not to punk out uh, at that particular time in my life. And, 
um, but I didn't learn it about the emotional and mental aspects of life and I didn't understand that I was also uh, born with a spiritual malady that uh, kind of a for lack of better terminology on my part, a soul sickness didn't mean that my soul was defective and all that. It meant that the way that I was going to live my life, unfortunately, as a defense mechanism, was going to deteriorate that spirit, the spirit of your soul, it's very slowly and insidiously. And by 25, I had had enough that uh, it had it had done its job and it had damaged me enough, and I could not take building up any more walls of mental and emotional pain and um, and just everyday normal emotions too. Um, uh, there wasn't going to be a wall high enough. And uh, I found out that, you know, I thought I had the ability to stuff my emotions and, you know, soldier on and that kind of bullshit. And let me tell you, if you're living that way right now and you're listening to this podcast, it's fucking bullshit. And uh, because people wear it like a badge of honor and it's no fucking badge of honor. If I was you, I would, uh, as fast as you possibly can, remove that so-called armor because it's not armor. It's actually suffocating you. Um, and so that's not punking out. That's, uh, that's actually giving in. And there's two totally different things. Um, uh, and I'm just saying that from my own experience. Um, and so I had had enough and I couldn't, uh, do it anymore. And, uh, and you would think even though if, then if I had enough and I couldn't do it anymore, then, then I would, uh, in a very healthy manner, um, learn how to just start to, you know, start searching that out. But I, I did not do that either because, uh, I, I just didn't have the ability to do that. So <clears throat> I, um, I went with, uh, I, I, I did uh, take the easy way out. Um, I did, uh, again, I use this terminology just because it's been, I've been saying it for over 20 years. I did do the ultimate punk out action. I tried to take my life. Um and you have to become very sick uh, in your in your uh, emotionally and mentally to uh, to get to that that spot of your life. It's just not something that happens overnight. And and even uh, off of a tangent of that idea, you know, this idea that I've heard people are like, "Oh, so and so tried to take their life," and then they were like, "Oh, well, it was just a cry for help." Well, no shit. I don't give a shit what kind of uh, when it comes to that action. I don't care. How uh, how uh, committed the person was to the action. Um, that is a cry for help, and for however it is, help should you know you know bring help you know to someone in your life that's uh, doing that. However, that help's supposed to come. I don't know, but help that out. I'm gonna try to help that person. Try to find that help, whatever that is. You know these. You know, try to kill themselves. They just want attention. Well, I'm going to give them actual attention because that's a uh, that's a pretty serious thing. And uh, um, no matter how it goes, I, I I know that from personal experience is all I'm saying because the damage 
that that one day did uh, to the people who loved me uh, was more than all of the shitty things and stupid things I did up to that day. Um, and also, too, thank God I, I failed in that suicide attempt, but I, I learned how um, wrong it was, how not just not like morally wrong and stuff like that, um, how uh, how I had been lied to in my own head um, and how I had gotten sick enough to believe that lie to finally try to take my life. And so uh, that was, again, not an overnight matter. So I, had, I, I have to make certain in my own life that I never get that sick again. And so um, things have to be done on a daily basis for that I have to do um, to make certain that that never happens again. And that's okay. I can handle that responsibility. I don't, I don't have any problems with that uh, at all. But that's not the punking out I'm talking about that can lead to that um, for me. The punking out that I'm talking about is when it comes time where, for whatever reason, you're now able to look emotionally and mentally at your life, at the pain uh, of whatever life's bringing, and, um, and we no longer want to stuff it. We no longer want to run inside. Um, we, we are going to face it. And, uh, and I have found in my own life when I have to do that, it's usually not... Uh, you know, you really don't hear the, you know, heart that Herald Angels sing. They don't normally do that. It's usually, you're in a world of shit. It usually is a massive, you might be in the eye of the storm, but you're still in the storm when you're in the eye of the storm. And, um, and, and you have to fight every single urge, uh, that's going to be coming and every single thought that's going to be coming, uh, because of every single emotion that's coming and, you know, when it came time for me to finally face my emotions, uh, life didn't give me like little dabs and streams of, of emotion to deal with at a time. I had been living an entire life of walling it up. So life goes, oh, okay, and then just takes down the wall and then you just get flooded with it and it's going to come. Uh, but like all big uh, when dams go, you know, it's just that initial surge you got to be... Uh, you have to get through and um which can be pretty devastating but in, in this particular case it's not life threatening and um the metaphor and uh i wonder how many metaphors i use in my life naturally probably a lot cuz i sit around and think so fucking much um another um 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 two ums in a row uh and an ah uh, the hat trick of ums. So, maybe I'll just say so. That probably gets annoying too. Anyway. it I have to face these emotions. And it's difficult, of course, when you have never had to do it. And at whatever. I had to finally face mine at age 25. And, and I know people that have having to first do it in their late 30s early 40s sometimes even in their 50s and it's difficult kind of deal heck goes off to them all but everybody wants to punk and punk out and run at that time 
and uh, it's uh, it's the message that helped me with a bunch of people that taught me that what I was going through at that particular time uh, was normal and that it was okay and not to punk out to keep marching through it cross those crossroads keep going one of the traps that people get into thinking that they're not punking out is that they're gonna that they can do it alone and uh you know again something happens in life uh social media shows me this all the time again with people or like get hurt mostly it's through relationships i've seen that this message has come through that i've seen at least where you know oh i've been hurt again you know and this whole thing people are talking about me who gives a shit what douchebags say about you? They're fucking douchebags. But that's like, yeah, you know, I, I'm just, I, I can only lie on me. I'm telling you, that's a fucking trap. That's worse than what just ever happened. I guarantee it. Don't fucking do it. If you're listening to this podcast and you're, and you're feeling it like life's coming at you and people are, you know, Talking behind you, I forget the terminology because I haven't had any coffee and it's early in the morning and I probably shouldn't be making a podcast about punking out, not punking out this way, but whatever the hell. It's happening anyway. It's happening. Then I hear people like, you know, have this, you know, uh, you know, kids these days, this is going to be, this is going to sound like, I'm going to sound like what old people sound like to me when they're trying to be hip, you know, like I'm a bad bitch, you know, well, don't be. Live, you know, don't be like the people that just harmed you that don't know. It's a trap, you know, there's a, it's a Star Wars, uh, you know, little quip there. It's a trap. It is a trap. Uh, don't punk out. Be, be better. Learn from whatever just happened. Because it actually can't kill you. But if you punk out or you feel like that, which I do believe if you go with the idea of when life hits you in the face with an emotional feeling and you're, and you're like, you know, people, it's just got to be me in this world. You just punked out. Guarantee it. You're, you're not being tougher. You're actually being weaker. And, uh, and whatever it was the uh, that are the bad things in life, they just won in that whole event. And because when I, I how I personally learned how to not punk out, you know, the physical part of learning how to not punk out, I already told you about. I was I was raised in an environment and grew up in an environment that was fucking hellish, but uh, I wasn't alone. Um. I had other kids in the same boat with me. And that's how we learned how to punk out, not to punk out in that regard. How to fight a terminal illness and look death in the face and give death a middle finger. And I never saw a kid who uh, died from the illness. And unfortunately, they all fucking did. Uh, I never saw them punk out. They went all the way into the final throes of death. And unfortunately, the final throes of death are not what is shown in goddamn movies or TV shows. It's fucking brutal. And at the end, um, 
you don't resemble you at all. But before that happens, the fight went all the way to that. And, uh, and I'm grateful that that's in me, the physical thing. I'm, I'm doing it right now. Uh, but the emotional and mental one that needed, I also needed to have people around me who had also walked the same path. And they weren't, it wasn't every man for himself. Because life is not every man for themselves. If you've been taught that, again, if you're listening to this podcast and you've been taught that, you were taught wrong. It's time to stop. Swear to God. Please, please stop. Please start living. And, and I've got terrible news for you. It's gonna fucking hurt. But it won't hurt forever. The hurt will stop. And hell, reach out to me. And, and, and I will help you uh, like I was helped by just being there with you to get past the part of not punking out and, um, and seeing what this life has to offer you, dear listener, even dear listener of the future. Uh, life has to offer everyone something that only you can bring to the table and if you have old tapes in your heads like I had uh, beaten into my head that you're worthless and that you're a piece of shit and that you're the problem nope it's a lie it's a trap not true and alone it's very hard to get out of that but I'm here to tell you there's people walking the journey too and um, and we'll walk it with you and so that you can see that uh, we're all in this together, this thing called life. And yeah, I'm sure every generation of everybody ever said about the next generation or today's generations, not, you know, more morally corrupt than a generation that I grew up in. Well, let me tell you, that's a bunch of shit also. Human nature's been human nature since apparently Adam and Eve. Not Adam and Steve. I always like to say that whenever that's said for some stupid reason. Because even if it was Adam and Steve... The same killing would have happened. Uh, that did happen with Adam and Eve, if you believe all that. I don't, you know, you know. Even when the, even before the monkeys learned to to walk upright and became human beings, they were killing each other. It's in us, the human condition. So every generation's that way. At the same time, I believe this is just my stupid belief, I guess. That the beauty of life has always been there too. At some point, people decided to stop and settle down and have a community. That together they were stronger, and then they found bonds that have gone down through the ages. And those bonds are still in this world. Unfortunately, that killing part's still there too. The the fear that that why whole societies have to kill other societies or protect themselves from other societies and then go kill them with that flag you know whether it's oh it's for our defense or go get them one or the other i don't give a shit it's the same when we don't punk out we find out that what our purpose here on this world is that's only ours and, and i think the longer you've gone in your life to do that yes the journey is going to be a little bit more rough but who cares wouldn't you want to know? Wouldn't you want to know what it's like to see this world for with you in it? 
for your purpose. It's a pretty amazing event. So, yesterday, I had a few people in my life. Just, you know, when you're in the stream of life, which I... Man, you're listening to this podcast again. Boy, I'm talking to the dear listener whose apparently life is pretty fucked up. Uh, hey, dear listener whose life's pretty fucked up who's listening. The one that's... The, not all of you, just the one. I'm just talking to the one. Uh, get in the stream of life. It's The water's fine in the stream of life. Get in there. It's, you know... Of course, like you get in any stream, it's a little bit cooler sometimes. So you gotta get, gotta get used to the stream. And then uh, a lot of people just tend to uh, then go against the stream. Now go with the stream of life. It takes a while to learn that, but but get in the stream of life. It's a good deal. See your purpose, because you're touching people's lives right now. And uh, the people that uh, that touched my life yesterday. That were at the stages of the day, if that makes any sense. Some of them maybe for the first time in their lives too, I don't know. That I don't know. But I do know about the day. We're just not punking out. And that's great. That's... That takes more courage than... uh, than anything else. Now I've never had to go fight a war. I have unfortunately shot at a human being and that and, and there's no courage involved in that. None whatsoever. That was that was because I was punking out. But uh but real courage is when you do not punk out and face it. Not face it and run, not face it by yourself, not face it and stuff it. That's not facing it. It's losing with the delusion of a victory that did not happen. It's not punking out and just going, I am going to sit here and take this wave of shit. Because it's going to pass. And it really, actually, when I let it pass, can't harm me. And you get to see what's on the other side of that. You know, people say to, um, you know, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, that's full of shit, too. Don't fucking buy that one. Uh, that in, ends up making people uh, harden as human beings and, again, alone. Anything that makes me alone, keeps me out of the human experience, does not make me stronger. It makes me weaker. Not punking out allows me then to realize that I'm not alone. That there's plenty of people that are trying to help me. And they have always tried to help me. And will continue to try to help me. And that I will never run out of them. And and again, the dear listener that's listening to this podcast that feels like they are on a desert island in a sea of people. You know, I guess watch the movie Castaway and build a fucking raft. Get off that fucking island. You can bring the, you know, the volleyball that you have found as a friend with you. It's okay. You can also do that. Take it off that fucking island. 
By the way, the movie Castaway is a pretty good movie, though, too. So, <clears throat> I did this podcast because I fell asleep last night, um, which is going to happen. Cancer's exhausting. You know, some, some days are a little bit more exhausting than others, and... Um, and I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to rest my eyes here and end up falling asleep, which is a good thing, not a bad thing. But I'm going to follow those days up with, as soon as I can, podcasting about what had happened because I'm going to try to do this until the bitter end and document that process. Because in the process of dying, which, by the way, this is for everyone. These are for all the dear listeners. Everyone's in the process of dying. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. No one gets out alive. But when you know you're in more of the process of dying, you will find the process of living never stops. You know, the process of dying doesn't stop, of course process of living never stops either uh, so let's live you know be in this world don't punk out search out your fellows ask them how they're doing and listen don't tell them how you, don't be the first one to tell people how you're doing find out what the per- how the person's doing. Sometimes you'll even forget to tell the people how you're doing because it won't matter. Because you're no longer punked out. You're in the world. You're in the stream of life. I know. I haven't had any coffee, so that last part probably seemed like I was a hippie. Stinking hippies. Made good music, though. All right, that's all I can do without any coffee. This app, by the way, you won't. Well, I guess I can break this up and make these episodes more than an hour, but they only this app only allows me to record for one hour at a time. Um, which, as anybody knows me, they're like, "Oh, thank fucking god!" But uh, that's all I can do this morning. So this is episode sixteen. So you're gonna die. I'm pretty certain the title will, will have something of this episode will have something to do with not punking out. By the way, when I say I wonder what it's going to be, well, by the time you, <laughs> you punch this thing to listen to, you've already seen what the title is. But I don't know yet. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Um, enjoy your day.